Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family. From wherever you may be listening, welcome to to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We'll start off with a word of prayer and then we'll take it from there. Almighty Father God, we thank you for this new day. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We ask that you watch over each and every one of us, Father God, that you guide and protect. We ask that you help us to walk in the purpose and destiny that you have ordained for us as we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life. And Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do. Father God, we pray for strength. We pray for strength in the inner man that we're able to walk forward in purpose and destiny, becoming who you call us to be as true worshippers of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Are we tr- the word is, are we true worshippers? I was listening to a Jewish man speaking about destiny and, and the way, you know, it's understood. It was as if to say, our parents define our who we are created to be and who God has created us to be from the, from the day we are conceived. And we, we walk into our destiny and purpose as God has ordained, as we grow up, as we go through that, as we go through certain issues, as we, as, as we listen to what the Lord is saying to us, because those things were determined for us by Yahweh from the beginning of time. And then he, he was talking about that. And then he, he went on to talking about faith. And he was saying that some people practice faith because of the benefits they are told that they'll get from that. And they'll, they also practice it because they want their children to be blessed and everything else. And because they don't want to go to hell. But not really because they, they have love for Yeshua and have given their, their hearts to him. There, if there's no true love for, for God, we are not true worshippers. And I was listening to that message on Sunday. And then I think it's Tuesday today and it's still, I woke up with it thinking about it, that are we true worshippers? Are we people who are happy for people who have won <laughs> the lotto? I don't believe in gambling, but if somebody wins... And, have, and, and if people have good fortunes, if they're, you know, if they're, somebody's got in cage, if, if, if they've got a great job starting a business, or would we only be happy if we, if we knew them and we could benefit from in some way or the other of their good fortunes? Right now, we've got in the biblical year, we, we are going up to 14, it is to 14, 49 days leading up to 50 which is the day of Pentecost. And in these, in these days leading up to Pentecost, we are told that Yahweh wants to use the time to re- that we can really get to know him and really get to know ourselves also. That we become true worshippers. We don't only say, we don't only say we are, but we, we, our behavior and our attitude does make a difference. I was speaking to someone today about attitude and when it came down to it, although sometimes we, we, we say, ah, oh, we don't care what people think about us because we got God and we know this, but it does matter what people think about us because sometimes we know that we're living in a natural world and sometimes there's opportunities that we would get and it's because of our attitude towards other people in the way we think and in the way we live our life that make us miss out on certain opportunities. 
So even while, while talking to that person, I was looking at it. I was looking at myself, knowing that attitude is important. We, we, we see where the Bible tells us that a good name is worth more than silver and gold. And if the Bible tells us that we, we have to know that attitude is important. And a lot of the times we think that it's about other people. We don't own the part that belongs to us. A lot of the time we say, oh, people are, are against us. People are this, people are that. And it could be right. Sometimes people are because sometimes the devil sends people to oppress us because he, he wants to break us down. But there's sometimes that if our attitude at, was at, was changed towards that subject, if we started to listen to what other people were really saying and look into life to know what life is all about, because I know that, there's some people that are going through some terrible life, some abusive life, you know, and we, we look at it and we, we say, we'll think that how could somebody do, how could somebody be with someone and they, they're beating them up, they're doing this, they're doing that to them and they don't leave. And we don't, because you're not walking in that footstep, you don't really understand. Sometimes people are in some situation that they become prisoner of their circumstance. And unless God sends someone definitely there to pull them out of it, they remain in it until they get a great awakening. Until God talks to them, they don't look and see the, the situation that they're really in. And you realize that some things that the, some things that the devil wants you to think that uh, is some things that they want you to think are a curse. Some people that they want to think they ain't got nothing to tell you. They're just this and that, just that. God is sending them, not for only them, but for also you too, for you to learn something, for you to learn something and to know that the God in you, the God in you is important because you have to be able to minister to people because sometimes people are going through persecuted lives some people are working in some people are working in places that they feel that because of the color of their skin sometimes they, they are getting discriminated against the worst jobs they're getting and everything else like that and they need to be encouraged to know that there's a god a god of justice there's a god who's fair and even though you're going through the fire it's going through the fire that brings you out as pure gold because I know that when he was looking at to say, when the, when the purifier fires, purifies, and what it does is that the gold goes in the, the gold, the metal, whatever metal it is, whether gold or silver, it goes in the melting thing. And then all the dross, all the, all the things, the impurities that has to be taken out, that it can get the stamp of 18% gold or 18% gold or 9% or whatever, or sterling silver, it gets that stamp because of, of, of that fire that it's been in to melt out whatever it needs to be melted out and what needs to be taken out. And God puts us in certain fire, certain fires as well that we can, that we can, that he can purify us and take something and he shows us this attitude needs to go. We put the, it come, it gets skimmed off the top. This thing needs to go. It gets skimmed off the top. It gets skimmed. This persecuted spirit needs to go. It gets skimmed off the top. It gets skimmed off the top. Till we can live the life that he calls us to live. And we can be true worshippers. He wants us to check himself leading up to the day of Pentecost. To the 50 days while we're here. And they said that they also read Psalm 67 as well. Because we are, we are surrounded by what we say. By what we think. And a lot of the times, a, a lot of the times, we 
we always talk about what we don't want in our life. We're always saying, ah, da, 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 this is happening, da, da, da. We're always talking about what we don't want. And we don't talk about what we do want. We don't say, God bless us with new directions. God bless us. And, and we're not asking for God's blessing. We just, uh, we just, we just, um, we just complaining. We just complaining about this. We just complaining about that. And that's not what we want. We want God to bless us. We want God to open doors of opportunity for us that we can walk through. We want to be who God created us to be. We want to be the head and not the tail. We want to be above and not beneath. And we need, we need to know that this Christian walk that we're in, we have to be truthful to God. We have to speak life over our life. We have to speak life over other people's life also that they're able to reach where God wants them to go. And it's not being judgmental or anything like that. It's just knowing that whatever God has for us, it's always better than what we think that we need. Whatever God has for us as, as for our children, it's always better, you know, that, than what we look at and what we see. But we are to, we are to trust God and to just to speak life. And, you know, I wrote... <laughs> I wrote down I wrote down that seven points to say other true worship other true worshiper because you know sometimes we always go online to see what does it say online, what does it say online? But we are supposed to be walking through life as as God's children and to know something to add to that list for ourselves. So we have true we have true worshippers because I think it was Spurgeon that said all places are places to worship wherever we are. We have to have a worshipping state of mind. It means that we don't have to wait until we go into a church because we think that's here. We don't have to wait until we can, wherever we are, we're in our garden, we're in our bathroom, we're in our bedroom. We're in places of worship because we have God with us. A true worshipper loves God no matter what they go through. A true worshipper doesn't make people stop them from living a blessed life. A true worshipper knows no matter what happens in their life, they are blessed. They don't, they don't make what they go through stop them from reaching the goals God has told them to reach. A true worshiper always tells people the goodness of God because they know without God's goodness, they wouldn't be who they are. And a true worshiper always encourages people when they're going through life issues because they know the blessing of being encouraged because they have been through life issues too. And that is what God wants us to remember. We are, to, we are to be his children, walking by his grace and walking as true worshippers. The time has come that we're not supposed to just say we're Christians. We are supposed to be demonstrating some, some Christian values to people around us. Because if we don't, people will always know us. I know people talk about the church who are not Christians. And because I know people go into church, churches and they'll say that some, some churches are churches where people just gossip and, you know, and everything like that. And that makes people think that they're not missing anything if that's, if that's our Christians behavior. So true worshipers have to have God in their life and not be seen as, not be seen as gossips, troublemakers, people that don't mind their own business and everything else. We have to, we have to have a mind of Christ. And to be a true worshiper. So as we are going up, Father God, as we are going up to the 50th day, which is Pentecost, Father God. Father God, whatever impurities we have in us, whatever attitude we have that's not right. Father God, show it to us and help us to change it. 
Father God, because it's when you help us and we use some of the power and strength that you've given us that we make a difference in the life of others and in our own lives. Father God, let us not look at life in a negative way anymore, but always be positive because no matter what we're going through, knowing it's the fire that removes all the impurities and it's the fire that makes it get that gold stamp or that silver stamp to say, this is what you are. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we look to you, Father God, as we pray for our families, our loved ones, our children, our children's children, Father God, as we pray for our communities and we pray for those in positions of authority, that they will be fair, Father God, to other people, that even in the workplace, if they've got positions, a foreman or boss or whatever it is, that it won't be the people that they talk to and the people that they're their friends in the workplace that get the good jobs and get the privilege, that they should be fair because that it means that it's making other people be perse feel persecuted because they are not afraid of the boss. But a boss should be fair and equal in the things that he'll do. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we look to you, Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing in our life. And may you continue to walk with us, talk with us, and let us learn about life from the simple things in life. It doesn't need a big thing for us to understand. Just the simple things in our life. Let us grow in you to be all that you have called us to be, Father God, to be the head and not the tail. And I pray for those, Father God, who are deciding to say if they should get married or not because they're saying, oh, it's just a piece of paper. But marriage is more than a piece of paper. It's a commitment that somebody is making to you that they want to spend the rest of their life with you. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we look to you today, we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. And if you don't know the Lord for yourself, he says that all you have to do is come to him and believe that Yeshua is the son of his son that he sent to die for you, to, that you can have a, the best life possible and you can move from darkness into his perfect light. So today, if you hear the God knocking at your door, because the Bible says that unless God calls us, unless God calls us, unless God calls us, we're we, we can't come to him and let us pray, Lord, that we are called and chosen. We are called and chosen by you because I know that they said that, that many are called, but few are chosen. So, Father God, we don't only want to be called. We want to be chosen to do whatever you have called us to do. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. And I'm going to finish off with Psalms 67. And it says, God be merciful to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Selah that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation amongst all nations. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on earth. Selah. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our Lord God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. So, Father God, we thank you for your word, Father God. We thank you that you're going to bless us. And we thank you that all the nations of the earth shall fear your name. And, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that salvation belongs to you, Father God. And let all the people praise you, Yahweh, our God and our King. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you for listening to Blessed and Free 63. 
where Yeshua is God and King and he has called us to be true worshippers in spirit and in truth. Not just by word of mouth, not just by mouth, but also from the heart that when people see us, they see you in Jesus' mighty name. We no longer want to represent ourselves. I no longer want to re represent Claudette. I want to re represent Christ, our Savior and our King. Have a blessed day, everyone.